Hello, everyone. This is Sean Glaze. I use they them pronouns, and I am the Chief Consulting Officer for Inclusive Data. And today, we're going to be talking about how to get Black folks paid. <laughs> if this is your first time listening to me, welcome aboard. I am from Texas, so you will hear y'all. And we're going to be talking about how to get Black folks funding, because we deserve money, too. I am Sean Glaze, and me and my team at Inclusive Data, we have gotten over $10 million for Black nonprofits and Black small businesses in under a year. And it has been fantastic to show people how to do what we do. In this podcast, I'll be sharing with you some tips, tricks, and things that a lot of Black people don't know about getting grants and other kinds of funding for our small businesses and our nonprofits. Inclusive Data, we're also a small business, Black-owned, proud of it, and we know that when we have the opportunity to get the resources we need to thrive, that it is essential that we seize that opportunity. This podcast, let's go ahead and get started uh, kicking off with some common questions that we get about getting funding for Black folks. Our number one question, because we do specialize in grants, is can you write me a grant? <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and start the conversation there, because while we can write grants and other people can too, no one knows your business or nonprofit as well as you do. It is your baby. It is the thing that keeps you up at night. It's the thing that brings you comfort and a sense of purpose. You can share your story with people in ways that create irresistible proposals, and we can teach you how to do that. Most of how I describe myself lately is that I'm a grant strategist as well as a grant writer, and that our team really specializes in collaborative proposals. That's when an organization or a business decides that they're going to partner with other people to get these funds. What's great about collaborative proposals is that they are a great way to get grants that you may not otherwise be eligible for. If you are a for-profit business, for example, and you develop a partnership with a nonprofit, then you are increasing the number of grants that you can get uh, just by virtue of having that partnership. Today, we're going to also discuss some other commonly asked questions, such as, what are the top three things I need to do in order to get grants? What other kinds of funding opportunities are there out there? And do Black people actually get grants? <laughs> Let's go ahead and dive in. So when we start to think about grants, I think one of the most important things for us to uh, do is to get on the same page about what grants are and what they aren't. Grants are usually free money that you get for having a project or idea or a program or a service. In most cases, when we're talking about grants, you're not going to need a credit check. You're not going to need to put collateral down. It's really just about the quality of the story you're telling in your proposal. 
Here's a tip. You don't actually have to write a grant to get a grant. Earlier, we just talked about the value of partnerships and how it increases the number of grants that you're eligible for. One key feature of partnerships is that one of you may be writing the grant, but the rest of y'all are just helping to inform or to attract grants or to review the grant. And that means that there are many opportunities to make a difference. One of the big questions that we get is about grant readiness. What can you do to be grant ready? I'm going to talk to you first about some concrete steps you can take, especially if you're in the United States or if you do business in the United States, these tips will really work well for you. And then after talking about those overall sort of you know, paperwork things that you need to do, I'll also talk to you a little bit about mindset, which is one of the key things holding us back. Let's go ahead and get started by thinking about what are the paperwork things that we can do to get ready. The first thing that we can do is we can get our DUNS number, our D-U-N-S number. You may also hear it called as a UEI, um, unique. We're talking about these unique identifiers, these unique numbers that'll help you do everything from apply for federal grants, as well as build your business credit. This is huge. Do not skip this step. It takes about 15 minutes as long as you have your paperwork in order. The main thing that seems to trip people up in my experience is having two proofs of your physical address, not a PO box, but a physical address. It can be your home. It could also be you renting out mailbox space, um, perhaps at a local small business so that you can um, create a physical address for yourself that perhaps isn't your home. Okay, so once you have your DUNS number, the next thing that you're gonna want is what's called a SAM.gov, S-A-M. The system awards management, that is how you're able to um, go from your DUNS number to the next step in a federal grant. It's also super useful when you're looking for contracting opportunities, which is when the government hires you to do or make what you do or make. <laughs> While we're on this topic, this is a good time to say that if you are a Black-owned business, or you're a woman minority-owned firm, you are um, owned by any group of people who typically has been locked out of opportunity, then go ahead and get certified. Getting certified means that there are special opportunities just for people like you who you can get invited to, so that you can get invited to. So definitely check that out. All right, so we talked about the DUNS number and we talked about the SAM.gov. The next step will be to get a grants.gov, which real talk is probably one of the unfriendliest <laughs> websites I have ever encountered because it's just a lot of text, a lot of confusing links. And so 
You may not be eager to create one, but go ahead and create a grants.gov account. That's going to help you when it's time to actually apply for something that looks good. All right, so we've talked about DUNS, we've talked about SAM.gov, and we've talked about grants.gov. We've also talked about how these steps can help you build business credit. It can also help you with contracting opportunities, especially if you get certified. Next, we're gonna talk about um, something that's not really paperwork related. We're gonna talk about mindset. So many of us, so many black folks, we are so eager to find out reasons why we should not go after something. We sort of disqualify ourselves. Um, and there are many reasons why that happens. Uh, one, we live in a structurally racist place. And so even if individual people are kind and aren't operating out of a place of malice, these systems were designed to reinforce a status quo built on a lie built on the lie that Black people are inferior, built on the lie that we can't handle an abundance of resources, and built on the lie that it's better to rely on other people and um, hope for the best. What I will tell you is that when it comes to grants, a lot of it is mindset. A lot of it is strategy and very little of it is actually learning the mechanics of grant writing. My hope is if you're listening today, you are starting to think a little bit more of how you can show up in spaces like this. Great, so we have talked about a lot in a short amount of time and I want to make sure that we're covering all the high points. We've talked about um, some common misconceptions or common mistakes, I suppose, that uh, people make when they are thinking about applying for grants, and that is discounting yourself. <laughs> We've talked about concrete steps that someone can take to get grant ready and how mindset is also a component to that. And we've shared some of our commonly asked questions, including, um, you know, will we write for you? And in most cases, the answer is no. Unless you're interested in some type of collaboration where multiple orgs and multiple businesses will benefit, we generally are not a good fit for that service. But that's okay because you can learn how to develop the strategies and the skills that we have too um, in order to get work done. And that actually brings me to my next point. In 2021, we launched Grant Slayer Academy. Grant Slayer Academy is a six-week course that's mostly self-paced. Um, there are new classes that release every week, but a lot of when you actually take class is based on your opportunity and your time. Six weeks of time, taking the classes that are pre-recorded and meeting with me and my team, where we can really provide guidance and support and make sure that you have everything you need to thrive. Um, we will look over your drafts. We will connect you to people we know. We'll connect you to data we have. We will really throw everything we can at helping you be set up for success. With that said, I think this is a good time for us to talk about um, something that's a little different. I will share with you some details about my 
favorite tool for helping people get grants? I will share this with you because I know that you'll come back and that you'll keep listening and that we can refine out our podcast from there. The thing that I will share with you today is what is called the miracle question. It is a question that I ask myself often when I'm writing a grant. And it is something that really helps conversations stay um, moving in the direction that we want for change. Are you ready to hear it? <laughs> the miracle question. The miracle question's basic underlying idea is that you are um, asking someone to imagine a time, imagine that while you're sleeping tonight, a miracle happens. And you're not really initially sure because you were asleep when it happened, um, but there are things that you notice that help you understand that something remarkable has happened. All right, so imagine you're closing your eyes. I close my eyes and I imagine what that might look like. You know, I'm asleep, maybe I'm snoring. <laughs> and all of a sudden I need to think about what's the first thing I would notice where there would be some type of surprise. What's the first thing that would give me some clue that a miracle had happened? Doing this type of exercise with yourself and your community is super helpful because you start to really understand what this looks like in a concrete way. My recommendation would be if you're getting grant ready, yes, you can focus on the mechanics and like the nuts and bolts of making sure things are there, but don't forget to invest in dreaming. It is through those types of experiences where we come together that we're able to create change. It is through those experiences that we're able to create community, and it is in those experiences in which we're able to get what we need to thrive. And with that said, I am Sean Glaze. I use they, them pronouns, and I'm the Chief Consulting Officer for Inclusive Data. We have gotten over $10 million in grants for Black small businesses and Black nonprofits in under a year. And I am looking forward to sharing with y'all some of what I know here in this podcast. If you have any questions, well, you know what to do. You need to tap in to our community. Our community on Facebook is called Black Nonprofits Deserve Grants Too. And it has hundreds of people who are on there supporting each other and trying to create the change they want to see in the world. And they're being quite successful at doing it. Tap in to one of the many community organizations that make this work possible. All right, y'all, I'm going to go ahead and sign off. It was so good to talk to you and we'll see you next episode. Goodbye now.